0: After the Holocaust, Klal Yisrael had a powerful drive to build incredible Torah institutions. However, over time, in our quest to build most of Torah, we may have forgotten and perhaps even sacrificed the individual child. Now that we have beautiful, massive Torah institutions, stronger than we ever dreamed, our Avodah now is to build incredible Torah individuals stronger than we ever dreamed. Chanoich Lenar al is not just a slogan, it's a fact of life. Without creating individual tracks to bring out the best of every individual child Al-Pidarkoi, we will fail to achieve the Chanoich Lenar. And then what good are all those powerful Maestas if they don't produce the best Talmidim? What does it mean to produce the best Talmidim? Producing the best Talmidim means that every Talmud in the institution leaves that Maestas the best that he can be. We cannot continue to have an olive shear and a base shear, because that means just by that label, that means that we are not giving the base boy the chinuch system that is custom made for him and his kashreenis and his talents. Because if we did, he would be an olive boy. We must have an olive shear for one type of child, and an olive shear for another type of child. When a child is called a Be'ez or a Gimel boy, that means that we are defining who he is by the wrong standard, by someone else's standard. We have a system where if you can concentrate for long periods of time, you're an Aleph. And if you can't, you're a bays. But that boy wasn't created with that ability that's not his tafkid in this world, and it's not going to bring him to be the best Yid that he can be. He doesn't stand a chance. He will go through the yeshiva system feeling like a failure. He may be a base in Ion, but he might be an Aleph in Bikias. He might be a base in Gemara, but he might be an Aleph in Halacha. He might be a base in Halacha, but he might be an Aleph in Hashkafa. He might be a base in Learning, but an Aleph in Midas Toivos. He might be a base in Midas, but an Aleph in doing Chesed, and being right of Chesed. He might be the biggest future Askin that the Dor will ever see, but as long as we're labeling him by his ability to sit and learn for hours on end, we are actually creating a failure who will be not in Torah and not in Gemilos Chesed. He will not be the Lamdin or the Asken because he will feel like a loser and a failure because we made him feel that way by expecting him to be something he was not created to be. We need to make Every child an Aleph. Not by faking it and saying, oh, you're a little stupid, You know we're going to call you an Aleph. No. But by realizing that if he's not an Aleph in this track, he is an Aleph in another track that's just as equal. We must maximize the potential that Hashem gives every single Yiddish child because chaneich l'nar apidarkoi is not a slogan, it's a fact. Otherwise, we will have a majority of our children leaving the yeshiva world feeling like they are not the success, the Hatzlacha, that they were meant to be, which is false. And the result of that can be disastrous, Rachmanel Hitzlan. Not just because of kids going off the derech, but those on the derech, not feeling good about themselves, feeling like I was not what everyone expected me to be. I was a Beisbacher in a tapi shiva, and I always knew that I was a Beis boy. that the Anhala looked down at me, I was the second level. I knew that I was not their success story. I wasn't what they wanted, what they expected. I was just taking up precious space. And now that same Hanholase yeshiva 30 years later sends families to me in crisis to guide them and help them. What would have happened if they would have built me up in the yeshiva? What if they gave me the training that I would actually need in my life in order to fulfill my potential, what if instead of expecting me to learn four black biyun over a six-month period, they would have given me the tools of halacha and hashkafa and b'kiis that I would actually desperately need to live my life. Wouldn't that have been better for me? But if we don't consider changing the curriculum, we risk sacrificing the me's that are in every single she'er and many other boys for the greater good of having a top meisid. Someone came to collect stucco for me, and he told me, I had a yeshiva, there were a lot of bums there and and struggling kids, so I got rid of them, and don't worry, I have just Aleph Bachram, the wrong sales pitch to the wrong guy. I said, really, who needs another Aleph yeshiva? Who's taking care of those Beis and Gimel boys? And what makes you so sure they're a Beis and Gimel boy? I bet you if you had a different curriculum based on what is interested to them, and based on the kishroinahs and the talents and the type of personality that Hashem gave them, maybe they would be Aleph boys. Wouldn't, have been, wouldn't it have been better to change the curriculum, to make them success stories, to be a part of Klael Yisrael, to do the many different jobs that Klael Yisrael needs, rather than to say, okay, you're not good, let's take the kids that are already good, that have the kishroinahs, and work with them. Is that really such a great talent? to take boys who can learn, have the kashrenists, want to learn, they have the drive, and watch them learn? Of course we need that. That's not much talent. The talent lies in taking the other boys who have issues and problems and different types of personalities and different strengths and bringing out those strengths to be used in the future in a realistic way to understand this one will be a paisik, this one will be a a balabas, this one will be a plumber, this one will be in Asken. This one will do Chesed. This one will be in Shomrim. This one will be in Hatzalah. How many times we're so happy when these people come to rescue us, Hatzalah and Shomrim and most of them were failures in Yeshiva. Most of them feel I was the failure. i This is what I'm not. Instead, they are shining heroes. We should have given them everything that they needed for their tafkid. Every tkufa has its own mission. The mission of Klal Yisrael after the Holocaust, clearly, was to rebuild Torah institutions that were destroyed. And the focus was, being Mechanach, generations of Frum Yidin, to be of Teira. And what an amazing job was done, with tremendous siyata deshmaye. The success was beyond anyone's wildest imagination. I always think about it, when I was a kid, so I, I was born in 1969, when I was, in 1975, 1976, 77, It was only just a few decades after the Holocaust. I felt regular. We had shuls to daven and shuls to not daven and camps to go to camps. We don't want to go to pizza shops, everything. Now we have more, but we had everything. I would have thought 30 years after a Holocaust, we would be a bunch of broken people and looking like Goyim and maybe having a Friday night minion in someone's house and maybe have one kosher place Everything was built with Mesir As-Nefesh, dedication of the She'iris HaPleitah, the leadership of, of the G'daylim, like of Aaron Cutler, who took a situation where people were not Machshev and everybody's dream was their son should be a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, business, money. And in that, he changed the whole K'lai Yisrael to be Machshev not to look down at those who few percent that could be G'daylem, that could be Rabbanim, that could be Talmud Paiskim, that could sit and learn in kol and, and sit, that was unbelievable what he did. And with such success, beyond anyone's imagination. And we have to have such Akar to the G'daylem and the Askanim of the Friye de G'dayr, who built everything that we have today. We would have absolutely nothing without their tremendous Siatah Dishmayah and Mesir nefesh How did these people, they didn't even speak English when they came to this country, how did they build Meistis in 30 years and 40 years and 50 years? Meisters at Tayyar all over. It's unbelievable. It's mind boggling. And why did they all care to build? They came here so broken. And they built and they built with Messiah nefesh With their hard-earned money in a country that was new to them. And the Imamish gave and time and money and effort. We owe them everything. Absolutely everything. And that was the Avaydah of the last and because of their mysterious HaSnafesh, we now find ourselves living in a time, it's hard to believe, just a few years later, where it's common for parents to expect all of their children to sit and learn in Taira, to go to Maistus that are programmed to take these kids to sit and learn in Besmadrish, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, Besmadrish, and then go to so for a few years and learn, and learn and learn and learn when you're 18, when you're 20, when you're 22, when you're 24, and to continue. But is that realistic? Is every person built with the ability to have tremendous Nefesh from learning, Tyra? That's as silly as expecting every child to become a lawyer. Imagine if we had a system where all our children, everything was programmed. Success, aleph, means that you could be a lawyer. I see friends of mine who are lawyers. I see them sitting with 1,000 pages of contracts that they have to remember and sit and read. I couldn't do that. And guess what? The person they're working for, who's buying and flipping real estate, also can't do that. Only a small percentage of people have the capacity, the kishroyness and the time, and the, the ability to sit and sift through 1,000 pages and documents and documents. Not everybody can be a man of the book, not in, for legal and not for tire. Does every child have the ability to focus and sit and be a top attorney? Of course not. And if that is our expectation, we will find most of our children feeling like they are failures. So now it is very clear that the mission of Klal Yisrael must be to build a new chinuch system that will build up every single kind of child based on their God-given kishreinus and talents. Because in order for Klal Yisrael to be strong, we need to develop every single child to be the absolute best Jew that that child can possibly grow up to be. Let us remember, and it's time we build a Klaal Yisrael that will have the greatest, people who go to work to support themselves should not feel bad that that's nebuch, the life that they have. We have to get real to make sure that everybody who goes to the workforce doesn't all of a sudden get hit at 30 years old, with what is it like, Mamish, out of the Kaisley Bes Medrash, and into the world, and have to, it's so hard for them. If we have to be honest with ourselves, the people that should go out to the workforce are that 10% Tzadikim, those 10% shouldn't be the ones that stay in Yeshiva, they should be the ones to go out to work, maybe they can keep it, keep strong, with their and Bitochem, Yeresh but those who are the weaker ones in Torah and Avodah, we send. They go out to work, and what do we expect to happen? They're shocked. Nobody taught them about business life and about how to firzuch and how to deal with the thousands of challenges that they will experience and have on a daily basis. And many of them complain, "You trained me for the wrong army. You trained me to be a fighter pilot, and then you put me as a foot, foot soldier. I have no idea what to do. I know how to fly in the sky, not too good." I wasn't really, I didn't ace that, so I'm not a fire pilot anymore, and now I'm on the ground, and I don't know what to do. And that's how many people fall. All of a sudden they have a smartphone, all of a sudden they have pressures, they don't know how to balance their money, they don't know how to deal with employees, they don't know how to deal with employers, they don't know how to deal with a schwer, they don't know how to deal with a schfiger, they don't, they're they're shocked, they don't know how to, they're not prepared. And then they have to pay tuition, they have to come up with money, and then they find themselves lost. They have to work so hard to get back the amuna and the bitachen and But why did they ever lose it? Why is there ever a shock? Because they weren't being prepared for their life. They were being prepared for the other guy's life. And the results could be devastating. How many stories do we hear of people who are married with kids? Forget about the ones going off the derch. They're officially on the derch, but they're not erlich. They're doing terrible things. They're sucked into a world. They were not trained to fight because we didn't talk about it, because we expected everybody to sit in yeshiva and learn for the rest of their lives. And we gave them the feeling that if you can't do that, nebuch nebuch. When Yaakov Avinu benched his 12 kids, he didn't give them all the same bracha. Rashi says the bracha hasidim, according to the, the bracha, the blessing that they were going to have. So what do you mean, you're blessing me according to the bracha I'm going to have? Yes, because if you're going to be a plumber, I'm not going to bless you that you should be able to sit by Mother the for 12 hours straight and figure out a rajba. It's the wrong bracha. Yaakov Avinu was realistic. Each sheven had its own tafkit. Every sheven had its own unique set of talents given by Hashem. Blessings and talents, kishroiness that were based on who he was meant to be. If Yehuda would have gotten a bracha from Yaakov to have a successful band, and Levi would have been in charge of the army, it would have been a disaster. If Zebulun would have been blessed to sit and learn Torah, Yemah, to have the, the ability to concentrate and to chap and to be a man of the word, of the book, it would have been a disaster. Because Zebulun had to go work. But Zebulun wanted to sit and learn Torah. I have diuk. Zebulun grew up in the yeshiva. He said, but I want to sit and learn See, Yaakov Avinu told him, smach zvulam Secha." Don't be depressed, vulam. What you're doing is just as important as Yisachar. Don't be depressed when you have to leave the Taira world. You have a tafkid, you have to become an askin. You have to help call Yisrael. You have to make money. You have to support my It Smach The only time that it says smach, because Zvulam was upset. Come on, I want to be Yisachar. Baruch Hashem, we live in Azman. Everybody wants to be Yisachar. All the kids in Mismet who are thriving, they all want to sit and learn forever. But it's not realistic. Don't be depressed. Be happy. That's your Tafkid. Each child is given his own set of talents by Hashem and should be enrolled in a system that will help him develop and reach his Tachlis and fulfill his potential. Wouldn't that make us a stronger nation? But Beware just like building Maestas after the Holocaust, took tremendous strength, dedication, and Tziata Deshmaya, so too building our children will take tremendous strength, dedication, and Tziata Deshmaya, as we collectively revamp the system to maximize the God-given potential of every single child, and it's already happening in the Maestas. They're already recognizing that not everybody can sit Some people need to do different things. And we're creating tracks that must be created throughout all the maestas. One of the biggest yeshivas in America, the principal told me, he met me, he said, Avi, we're putting you out of business. We are going to put you out of business. And they have tracks, and they have development, things to help the kids develop. And they have tools, and they have different ideas. And they're trying to get every kid, the one who can concentrate, please concentrate and sit and learn. The one who needs other vocational training is going to get vocational training. They're all going to be maximized to their potential. Because if you try to get one kid who is designed for one job to always be like the other kid who is designed for the other job, he will always feel like a failure. If we do this as parents, as chinuch system, as a community, and we develop every child, then our youth will strive to perform. They're not going to be lazy and feeling yucky about themselves. They'll be excited to go to school. They'll be excited to head out into the world. They'll feel that I'm reaching my goal, my tafkid. They will feel good about themselves. They will realize that when they learn, and they're working the whole day, and they get that half an hour in, they'll feel good about it. Not like a nebuchadnezzar not like a loser and a failure. They'll realize that that mysterious Nefesh is chashev by the Abishta as much as the other one who's Zaika to learn all day. Of course, different values and different systems. But if that's what Hashem wants for me, I have to be the best that I can be. And they'll add on to their learning Torah and Muser and Ashkafa and Halacha. And they'll enjoy it instead of feeling, eh, how much can I learn already? And they will fight to make us proud. And then we can really hope and pray that no Jew will be left.